Hello, and welcome back to Talking Talmud. I'm one of your hosts, Jordana Osban, here with my friend, Chabruta Ann Gordon. Our DAP today, Masachet Nazir, DAP Sadi Gimel, page 63. Uh, we're going to start with a Mishnah that reads as follows. Nazir Shagileach, a Nazir who shaved, the Nodala Shehu Tameh, and then he finds out that he actually was Tameh. So, in other words, he brings his concluding sacrifices, he shaves his head, right? It's basically a Nazir who thinks his term is over. But then after he does it, he finds out that he actually had been Tameh during his Nazirid period. Im Tumah Yadua, if the source of his Tuma is a known Tuma, um, meaning that it is uh, something that somebody should have been aware of, this is, right, uh, so tear, right, it, it uproots his term and he basically has to repeat it. The Im Tumah to home, but if it's Tuma of the deep, and we've seen this term before, but this basically means it's it's Tuma that's sort of like, it, it's un, it, 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 there's a possibility that it would have been unknown to anybody. So for example, what that would be is like, let's say there was, um, you know, a pile of rocks um, and they clear away the rocks and then they find a body there. So nobody knew that there was somebody who was trapped there or that there had been a body there. And if that Nazir had passed over that area, they actually became tummy, but it's called Tuma to home because it's Tuma of the deep. It's not known Tuma. A no soter. Then he does not have to uh, uproot his, or redo his Nizirut. Im et shalogi If he had not yet shaved, right? Whether it was the Tuma Yadua, whether it was the Tuma to home, Tuma to home, soter. In both of those cases, then, because he hasn't shaved yet, he does have to. Uh, he, he, it, it undoes his Nazirut. Kate said, how so? He goes into a cave to immerse himself, right? To use the mikvah. And there's a corpse found floating in the water at the mouth of the cave. Now, I actually imagine this was probably happened. You know, this wasn't like uncommon. He's If the corpse is found in the floor of the cave, meaning... This isn't a typical way that somebody dies or where you would find the body, right? Like, that's the point. People drown. So if you found somebody, flo- flo- a body floating in the water, that's something you would expect. A body sunken into the floor of the, of the cave, right? And then the Nazar went down to cool himself. He's actually still Tahor. But if he went into the pool, basically to purify himself from Tuma of the, de- of the dead, in other words, he went to use it as a mikvah, then he's actually Tame. Shechazkat Tame Tame, because someone Tame is, stays Tame. The Chazkat Tahor Tahor. And somebody who's Tahor is, we say, says Tahor. She Rigalayim Lutavar, because the matter has legs to it. Now, this is a term that we see um, uh, that basically uh, is, you know, what the, what the mission is trying to say here is, is that somebody who's, there's a dis- there's a distinction between someone who's tummy and somebody who's tahor when he encounters this tuma of the of the deep, right? Um, and it's not necessarily it, it it it's just the way it is, and we'll get to in a second how they actually uh, how they actually get to that. So they're going to be lenient with somebody who's tahor. They will not. They will be more machmir with somebody who's already tummy, right? But the idea is, is that, you know, what they're saying is, is that, look, if he goes and he finds this, you know, corpse that's floating, right? In other words, this case doesn't have to do exactly with the Nazir. This is just in general how this Tuma works, the Kate side. 
But, uh, you know, you go and you, you find a body in the pool of water, your tummy, that's a place where you would sometimes expect to find a dead body. But if it's that you're in this cave and there was this sunken body and you didn't expect to encounter it, it's not a place where you would normally find it. You, you encounter it accidentally. This is this Tumata home. And depending on what your status was, if you were Tako or Tame going in, it will affect whether you remain Tame, right? Like if you went into that cave to use the mikvah to become Takor, it's not going to reverse it for you because there was Tuma there. But if you already Takor, you're going to stay Takor. And so the Gemara is going to start with the Menahani Mile, right? Where do we learn this from? And Rabbi Eliezer is going to give uh, an opinion. Uh, Reish Lakish is going to give an opinion. Um, and then the Gemara is going to uh, bring a Brisa. Um, but ultimately, uh, what the Gemara is going to conclude here is, is Elatumat HaTahom uh, Guma Gimrila, right? That the law of Tumah of the Tahom is basically a Halacha Lamosha Misinai. Um, and and we, this made me think about what we had talked about um, a little bit before, right? In, uh, I believe it was two Daphim ago, where we talked about how a lot of the Halachot of Nazir, we also get that it's like, you know, just a Halacha Lamosha Misinai. And you had brought up the Tumen Tower a little bit like that also. And that's clear from this stop itself. Like ultimately, the Gemara comes to the conclusion that what's taught in this particular Mishnah does not actually have a scriptural source to it. It's just how we understand Tumen Tower from a, from a traditional, from a Misora point of view. And I think that's what makes this particular halacha difficult because it's not really necessarily logical. Like it doesn't really make sense why a Tukor person versus a tummy person encounters the same scenario, the halacha is actually different for them, but that's the point. And yet, it's just because it's a halacha l'moshim misinai. It makes me wonder, you know, there's an issue of tarat and Sora. all of these things are are sometimes listed as chukim, right? Um, things for which the Torah doesn't provide an answer. Some people say for which there is no answer, for which we people, human beings, don't understand the answer, right? The explanation for them, how they work, what they are. Kashrut is one of those. Uh, Paraduma is a famous one. Shatness is a famous one. And I'm wondering, you know, the, I wonder if we could line up the Halakh Lamoshim Sinai cases with a measure of chok, right? A measure of, but this is the Mesora. I feel like they, I'm not, I don't mean it's literally the same kind of thing in terms of having a reason or not having a reason, but I feel like there's this thing of Chazal gave it to, you know, that's what it is. And we don't get to ask too many questions or poke at it or reassess it because this is the way the Masora is, which is kind of what we say about Chukim, you know, those things for which we don't understand a reason also, right? They're, they're both kind of deal with it kind of things. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, I just think it's, it's, it, 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 I kind of like, it's interesting that this is where Nazir is sort of ending with, because like Nazir, you know, sort of with this uh, mysterious piece of Tumen Tower. Like, it's just interesting that that's sort of where it goes here at the end. Like a very yeah. nice, straightforward piece of Naziris. Yes, it's true. And also the Tumen Tower connects obviously to the Nazir because of you know the the commitment to stay away from a dead body. I'm gonna jump out to Amadbet towards the end of Amadbet, not really the end. It says Tara Banan and it connects here to exactly what you're talking about, the case of a you come upon you come upon a dead body. Tara Banan Hamotsi mate mutal 
Shilderek. You find a corpse that's lying across the road. Now, I don't want to think about the this image too, you know, too deeply in that I would hope nobody really ever has to encounter this kind of thing. On the other hand, it's a really interesting case. What are you supposed to do now at this point? Because, right, the person who did that, the person who finds a corpse lying across the road, now is going to be, we're going to see, is going to be impure, le truma tame, right? For when it comes to issues of truma, and Yardin, I want to say again, we're always coming back to truma, right? When it comes to whether or not this person could partake of truma, the answer is no, he's tame. However, when it comes to being a nazir, meaning continuing the nizirut, or for that matter, bringing the korban Pesach, and Yardena is another nisnister almost, because Pesach is still around the corner, right? This idea that um, doing bringing the korban Pesach does not require is not as sensitive. The 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 what's the word? I want to say like the the needle is not as sensitive for issues of nizirut and korban Pesach making as compared to truma. Truma has a higher threshold or a lower threshold. Right? It happens quicker that somebody would become tame impure with regard to issues of tuma uh, truma. But medzarma murim. So what are we talking about? So what happens? We're talking about a case where the this body is across the road. And it's across the road in such a way that the person can't even pass by without going over the body. You can't walk around it. If you could walk around it, if he did have room to walk around, then even when it comes to the case of truma, the same person would be tahor because would be pure because he doesn't have to come in contact with a dead body. It's there before him. And as I say, like, this is not an image I want to take with me to sleep. But the at the same time, um, in terms of actual contact, there's no need for there to be actual contact or stepping over, which is a similar kind of thing. Now, the Gemara goes on, but meds murim, meaning when would we find that such a thing would be even said to begin with? We're talking about a case where not only is this dead body across the road, but not fully across the road. He could walk around. He couldn't walk, walk around. That's that's one question. The next question is, is the body whole? So the all of that um, explanation that if the person was able to walk around, then he would be pure even for truma, even for eating truma, that's only if the body is in fact complete. But if the body is not complete, then there's a concern that maybe somebody inadvertently stepped over, you know, parts of the dead body and became impure in that way. Oh, Bakever, I feel Now, and what happens if he finds this dead body and really it's in a grave, right? If it's in the grave, then even if it's broken apart, he would still be impure. Why? Because Mibnesha Kever Mitzarfo. Because the Kever um the Kever joins them together, right? It puts them together in the in the grave. I want to just make sure I'm just double checking the language here. I feel like maybe I said something backwards. Give me a second. No, all of these cases he ends up coming. He would end up being impure. Um and lastly, however, if the if the body was separated, it was dismembered, right? And then the person walks by on foot. In that case, 
that would be the time when he would still, he could actually be pure, even though he's walking by a dismembered body. However, if he's either, like he himself is very loaded down with packages or bundles, or if he's riding, then he would be impure. If he's walking by foot, he could take great care to avoid the dead body. He could not, not come in contact with it. He could not pass over it, you know, step over it, whatever. But the moment he's too, you know, belabored, or in fact is riding on an animal, then the the Gemara here says it's not possible that he wouldn't touch some piece or some whatever of the corpse, and therefore, you know, even if he wants to move away from it, the odds are too high that he would have come in contact, and therefore, we're going to say in that case it would be tame. These bemedvar mamurim cases continue uh, uh, at least one more, right? In terms of making sure that all of these different phenomena that could lead to tuman to tuma or tahara, depending if it's if the conditions are in place or if they're not in place, right? It's exactly this. Then, then that's um, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. That this person would either be tame or tahor. The goal here seems to be to try to find ways to make the person possible to be tahor, but that doesn't mean it'll always work, depending on the circumstances of the street. That's our DAP discussion for the day. Rank is review us on all major podcasts. Thank you to Reverend Michelle Farber for hosting us on the Hadron website. Let us know what you thought about this DAP on our Talking Talmud Facebook page. And until tomorrow, go and learn.